You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. What you got. Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. Hey, Purpose Chasers, welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And this week, I have with me a special guest in the guest chair, Chris McDonald. Chris McDonald is the visionary and face of When Chris Speaks, LLC, a faith-based empowerment and lifestyle brand dedicated to engaging people with the love of Christ, equipping people with wise counsel, and empowering people with the Word of God. Chris seeks to engage, equip, and empower others visually through her faith-based apparel brand. She speaks apparel and vocally through her faith-based podcast, She Speaks Podcast. Both entities aim to bridge the gap between Christianity and culture in a way that is real, relevant, and maybe sometimes ratchet too. Ultimately, Chris's goal is to be the salt in the world that is lacking flavor. You guys, I really, really enjoyed this interview and I know that you will too. So without further ado, let's welcome Chris to the podcast. Chris, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Shante, for having me. I'm so excited to be on with you today. I am so excited to have you. Now, before we get into the nitty gritty of this interview, I love to start with this question. And my audience, has just heard your amazing bio, but I want you to tell us a fun fact about you that is not in your bio. So a fun fact about me is I love sweet tea and Mexican food. (laughs) They don't always go together, but I have to have sweet tea with every meal. And most of my meals are Mexican. (laughs) I absolutely love that. I love, I'm a foodie, so I love all food, but sweet tea and Mexican sounds like a good combination to me. Oh gosh, it is definitely a good combination. Anything that involves sour cream and cheese and salsa. (laughs) Is blessed by the Lord. It is indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Crystal. So, you know, we've heard that you are a faithpreneur, as I call it, and you have a faith-based empowerment and lifestyle brand. But before you became Chris McDonald with When Chris Speaks LLC, I want to know about your journey, the journey before that, the journey of you finding your purpose and actually becoming who God has called you to be. So tell me about how you got to this place where you're walking in your purpose. Oh, well, that is definitely an interesting journey, Shante. Before I found myself entering the call of being a a faith-based entrepreneur, I found myself trying to figure out who I was um, in the secular world. And so my journey really kind of kicked off with me discovering myself at the age of 16, when I was literally trying to find out who I was as a woman. And to be honest, if I wanted to even be a woman, (laughs) 
Like Mm. the interesting part is that I grew up really struggling with my femininity and my sexuality Mm -hmm. um, because it seemed like it was such a task to just to be a young girl. Um, There wasn't a lot of teaching that I received um, as I was growing up. And I often thought it's just so much easier to just be a tomboy. It's so much easier to just want to play football and not care about how I look. Now, you know, all of those things that we as women, we take pride in now. Um, Back then, I just, you know, really didn't know who I was as a young girl. And so that led me into a journey of self-discovery. And I would describe it as trial and error. I literally wanted to do things that gave me more masculinity than femininity. And so I found myself in uniform working in law enforcement for several years and I loved it. I enjoyed it, but I knew that God was calling me to something different. So my journey included me asking God, what does that something different look like and how does my identity um, fit in with that? And so before he ever even gave me my purpose, which is now being a minister and an entrepreneur, he helped me rediscover my identity. And then through discovering my identity, I was comfortable with leaving the uniform behind and saying, okay, God, I'm going to do this your way. Um, I'm going to do what you call me to do, how you call me to do it. That's how I came out of uniform and into, I would say, my true purpose, which is engaging, equipping, and empowering other people. I absolutely love that. And rediscovering your identity, what an amazing way to put it. And I find that just as women, as we are developing, as we are growing, trying to figure out what the type of woman we want to be, it's a lot of work. It really is because the media is presenting to us all these different ideas of womanhood, of femininity. And then we have our aunts and our mothers and our grandmothers and the way they do things that may be completely backwards or different to our thinking and just trying to figure out where we fit in in this 21st century as a modern day woman and what that looks like because it's not the same as maybe our grandparents who had that very homemaker role right um, and absolutely it's, it, it's that I feel like that is so and as women, we are always struggling with finding the balance between, I guess, career or business, being a wife, a mother, a sister, find, trying to be basically the whole community in one person. Yes. <laughs> All of those things. Yes. <laughs> and I love how you identified that you needed to find your identity first before you even found your purpose. So before we even go any further, what would you say to people struggling with really understanding who they are? Um, The advice that I would give is to find yourself in the presence of Jesus. And when I say find yourself in the presence of Jesus, I, I literally mean find yourself in the word. Where we find Jesus is in the word of God. Before he became the word in flesh, The word was already started in Genesis 1-1, where we find out what God expects of us as his creation. A lot of times we struggle with trying to figure out who we are in this world because we have yet to seek who we are in the word. I would just advise anybody who is struggling with their identity, struggling to find out who they are, is just just find themselves in the word. Go back to Genesis where he says that we are formed in his image and that we are very good. A lot of times we struggle with insecurities. We struggle with accepting 
um, our flaws and accepting us as um, imperfect people because we don't remember that God said that he created us very good. And that just because life happens does not negate the fact that God says that we are very good. Um, life is going to be what it is. Um, struggles will come. Things will happen. But who God is calling us to be does not change. And so if we just discover who we are in the word, it is easier for us to display that in the world. Ooh, I love that. Thank you. I absolutely love that. Focus, we get lost on who we are in the world because we haven't found ourselves in the word of God. That makes so much difference. So if you're listening to this Honestly, make some set some time aside to get into the word of God. That's where you are going to hear God's voice, but that's where you're going to be affirmed in all the things that God said you are. Because like Chris said, the things that God says you are doesn't change. Who he's called you to be isn't going to change. It's you coming to into the realization of that for yourself through his word. So set Amen. up some time to get before God. I don't know, early in the morning, late at night, in the middle of the day, but schedule that that time in to build relationship and really commune with him. And I should say, seek him for yourself, yes. not just seek him through what your pastor says, what your Bible study instruction instructor says, what even we say on this podcast, you have to come to a relationship with God by yourself. You have to come to uh, revelations and hearing his voice by yourself so that you can build your discernment. So when people come to you with whatever it is they have to say, you'll know if it's the voice of God for your life or it's, or if it's not, but that's a whole yes. other thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All together. That, that sounds like a whole different podcast, but I just, because I think as I would say, seasoned people in Christ, now that we've learned the voice of God, it's easy for us to discern what is and isn't him. When, would you agree with that, Chris? Oh, absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. And I don't think people understand that as we grow into him, our gifts are also growing. And one of those gifts is the spirit of discernment. And, and so as we continually seek after him and learn who we are, um, we also learn how to discern who other people are and learn how to discern um, what other things are <laughs> to recognize what is and what isn't. Exactly. And that is so very important. We don't want to find ourselves being um, women or people of God, because I know some men listen to the podcast as well, who are always chasing after a prophetic word, not knowing that God can download a prophetic word straight to you without that intermediate person. Yes, yes. That's the benefit of living in the New Testament in the time. You don't have to go through a, a pastor. You don't have to go sacrifice a lamb at the altar. You can hear God for yourself. And um, it just reminded me of last September, actually, when I was at a conference and somebody came to give me a, what they thought at the time was a prophetic word. And I had to use my discernment and stop them in the middle of speaking to correct them on what they were saying. And it was not easy for me to do, but it's something that I've grown in and known how to do because you have to be able to discern. And I was able to say, okay, I hear you out, but let me tell you why this isn't right. This isn't right because X, Y, and Z, but thank you anyway. I appreciate you and may God bless you and keep it going. Amen. Amen. I love that. <laughs> I love it. 
All right. All right. So as we grow in God, our gifts grow, they develop, our discernment grows. Everything around us seems to grow as we grow in God. The Bible says we should prosper as our soul prospers. And I think that is more than just wealth. I think that's more than just tangible physical money as in wealth. I mean, I think that's everywhere in all areas of our life, in the way we love, in our family. We should be prosperous in all those things. So let's grow in him together. Amen. Amen. So Chris, the next question I have for you is now that you've told us basically your journey, your journey to rediscovering your identity and finding your your purpose, what is one thing that you had to let go of in order to become the woman you are today? Ooh, that's a good question, Shantae. Um, One thing that I have to let go of, and literally this is an everyday thing. This is not something that I had to let go of one time and then I'm like, okay, cool, God, we're here. We're we're out of eye. (laughs) Um, But my personal um, preferences, um, my attitude regarding my personal preferences. One thing about journeying with Jesus is our personal preferences are not going to always align with the purpose that he has for us. And we have to be willing to let that go. And guess what? Sometimes what I feel is best for me it, it seems good, but it's not always God. And so I have had to learn literally every day to lie down the things that I feel like are for me, to constantly make an intentional decision to pick up those things that God has for me. And in our flesh, we're not always willing to do that. We're not always um, willing to put down the things that we feel like is best for us to pick up the things that God says is best for us. And so for me, it's literally a conscious decision to say, you know what, I thought that that was what I wanted, but God, if this is not what you want for me, help me to deal with that. Help me to accept that and help me to be okay with that. And I think that if we do that more, I think that God will grace us more to be okay with things not looking the way that we expected them to look. I love that. And I think it's so important because personal preferences, man, those things are hard to let go because sometimes we think we know, well, I shouldn't even say sometimes. If we're being truthful, most times we think we know best, not (laughs) understanding that God knows better (laughs) because he can see our beginning and the end. He knows who we are becoming. So to put your personal preferences down because they may not align with the purpose God has for you is something big. It is definitely something big. Tell us one of the things that was a personal preference that you had to swap with what God wanted you to do or what God had for you. Ooh, so a personal preference of mine, (laughs) there are definitely several, um, but one personal preference of mine is definitely like, for instance, being here in Arkansas, I am so used to living elsewhere on my terms, picking up and just moving and going where I wanted to go. For the past, I would say eight years, I have been here in Arkansas, even when I did not want to be. And there have been times where personally, if it was up to me, I would have packed up and I would have been living elsewhere. But God says, be still and know that this is where you are supposed to be um, until I say otherwise. And so 
you know, although my preference is to be somewhere else, taking my journey um, of entrepreneurship, God has called me to sustain myself and my family here. And so I am making the most of it. And, and there are several different things that have happened over the course of the past eight years, which have reminded me why God says this is where you are supposed to be right now. And so it was just one of those examples for me where it doesn't make sense when I view it. But when I view it through the lens of Christ and his purpose for me, it makes more sense. And so um, it just reminds me, you know what, it's better to do it his way (laughs) than to do it my way. Because I have a feeling that had I have tried to do things on my terms, some of the things that worked out because I was here would not have worked out elsewhere. (laughs) I would have been struggling. And so I saved myself from the struggle bus, girl. I love that. And oh my goodness, it, isn't it something when you're ready to go and God tells you no and you right. just gotta humble yourself and just say, okay, you say so. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I remember just being in my particular nine to five and not wanting to be there anymore and saying to myself, I don't need this. I know if I leave this job, my business is going to flourish. God's got me X, Y, and Z. So I found myself in a position where I would complain about my nine to five often. And I remember on one of those occasions, I was just venting. And one of my spiritual aunts called me up And told me that God says that I'm not supposed to leave. I'm there because of X, Y, and Z. And I need to stay until my my job is done. And hung up the phone. Wow. (laughs) And I was like, well, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I felt personally attacked. I felt like the Lord just said, okay, stop talking. It's enough now. I've had enough. I'm tired of hearing it. Even though I wasn't really venting to him. But he was like, I'm tired of hearing it. I'm tired of hearing your mouth. Listen up. You're staying there. And I said, all right, cool. That's fine. And I'm just going to stay here and mind my business and do what you called me to do. So it, it's really important to know that God's way will always be better than Absolutely. Amen. So, and piggybacking off of you putting things down, what would you say your top three lessons are on your journey of becoming the you you are today? What was the top three things that you learned? Oh, the top three things that I've learned on my um, journey. Um, Number one is to remember that the standard that people set for me is is not always the standard that God has set for me. And I need to discern between the two and make sure that I am not upholding, I'm not holding myself up to a standard that God did not set for me. that, that is something that I always bring up in conversation when I'm talking about purpose and I'm talking about my influence or my impact um, in this world as a Christian is that I have to be careful not to um, measure myself against the wrong standard. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. Um, number two, I would say is to constantly rediscover my identity through the word of God, because we can get so comfortable with who we, with who we were in one season and forget that God is constantly doing a new thing. And so I am always trying to make sure that I am being who God is calling me to be for such a time as this, because well, who I was in 2019 is not going to be who I am in 2020, or it may be. 
But if I don't try to discover that through the realm of who God is calling me to be, then I'll miss that. And so, for instance, going into a new year, we're literally almost done with 2020. And so I am constantly reminding myself to check myself, you know, in this season to make sure that this is where God is calling me to be. And this is who God is calling me to be. I don't want to go into 2021 being the person that God has already called me out of. That means I've missed something. And then three is to make sure that as I pray, plan and pursue that I'm doing that in order right? That I'm not praying, planning, and pursuing um, out of order because it feels right to me. I have to make sure that I am not planning things and then trying to get God to approve it, that I am going before God, that I am having these conversations with him, that I am listening to him and not just talking to him. And then he's giving me those the desires of my heart so that I can put those things out on paper and then I can pursue them according to the way that he has me pursue them. A lot of times we try to pursue things that we want and we haven't even really gotten the okay from God. And then we wonder why we ended up back at square one. And mm-hmm. so those are my top three things. It's just, it's just making sure that I am doing things, you know, the right way, the God way, <laughs> because sometimes our way seems like the right way, but I want to make sure that I'm doing them the right way, God's way. To sum it all up, one, God's standard is what matters. And we should always be holding ourselves to God's standard. Two, we need to constantly rediscover who we are through God's word because he is, I love when you said he is all consistently doing a new thing. And three, pray, plan, and pursue. That is just, I mean, we're the pray, plan, slay podcast. Basically, pray, plan, and pursue what God has for you to do. But it's so important because like you said, you are constantly evolving. You are constantly transitioning. So you need to make sure that the you that God called you to, to be is constantly moving with, with the seasons yes. with where you're going. I know that I'm in, a, I'm, I'm in a, a, a space where I'm getting ready to transition with some things in my life. And I was just earlier talking to God like, okay, I think I need to go on like 40 days of praying and fasting and focus because I'm transitioning into a new area that I've never been in. And in order for me to understand, for me to balance, for me to become the next level, I have to get before him like never before. And I have to sit there and say, you know what, God, I really, I don't know. So you're going to have to tell me I am a blank slate. You tell me, jump. I'm going to ask how high, and that's just going to have to be how it is. Because I know in order for me to do all of the things that I'm called to do, I got to get whipped into shape. (laughs) And sometimes we don't want to be whipped into shape, but God will whip you right into shape. Okay. He sure will. (laughs) It's not the version of you that you think is coming through. It's the version of you that is greater than anything you could probably even imagine because he said he would do exceedingly abundantly above all in our life. And that, that works for who we are as a person. You are going to become more than you ever thought possible. But that's when you let God whip you into shape and straighten you up and work on some things, right? Yes, yes. Those those qualities that you, girl, is not good. You got to let that go. You're you're not consistent. You like to uh, procrastinate. Perfectionism seems to be your portion. That's not what I called you to. All of those things are, are, are important. And you don't know, sometimes Sometimes people can check you about yourself and you don't take it. But when God checks you, 
Listen. <laughs> when God checks you, you're just like, all right. Because what you going to do? Tell him he's wrong? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when God checks you, you have no choice. And usually somebody would have told you about something before and you probably didn't listen to it. But when God comes through and says, sis, you see this inconsistent behavior, it's not, it's not for you. And you need to right. find out so I can give you the more that I've called you to. But until you sort it out, I'm going to just stay, sit here looking at you like what we do. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so I was listening to uh, She Speaks podcast and I was listening to your first episode that said, but she didn't quit though. And that title, I was, I, when I saw that title, I said, oh yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> she didn't quit though. So how did you break through the fear? I want you to tell us how you broke through the fear and got to a point where you were ready to step out on faith, where you said, you know what? Quitting is for the birds. It's not for me. <laughs> Listen, cause it definitely is not for me. Oh, uh, <laughs> so, um, I believe I got to the place where I was confident in just doing it scared um, was when I realized that God is the only one who can really affirm me in a way that doesn't leave me um, insecure or fearful. Um, People will do that. And once I started putting my faith like for real, um, because what I had to come to terms with that as I thought that I was a Christian before I was putting my faith in people more than I was putting my faith in God. And that caused me to really, um, you know, pause on the things that I was supposed to be pursuing. And it caused me to second guess myself a lot because I was putting faith in what other people thought about me, about how I sounded, about how I looked, all of these things. And so I finally say, you know, God, if this is truly what you are calling me to do, help me. I believe but help my unbelief. And slowly I started following God's lead. If he would give me a vision for something, then I was trying to study and research and figure out how to get it done. That's how I ended up in seminary. God showed me a vision and he said, you're going to be a black theologian. This is what you need to do in order to get there then this is what you have to do. And so I literally started taking the steps. And here we are three years later, it's done. And since then, matter of fact, not only did I finish seminary, but I turned around and enrolled a month after graduation and finished my master of theology program. And so for me, that just proved oh, God, you are right. I need to just make sure I listen to you more because there were people who said, I don't understand how you're going to get it done, Crystal. There were people who said, ooh, I don't know if you're going to make it. There were people who literally, when I got pregnant at 16 years old, counted me out. And I think that that fear of people counting me out stayed with me from 16 until a couple of years ago where I finally said, you know what, God, I'm going to choose faith in you over faith in people because faith and people is what's going to hold me back, but faith in you is what's going to propel me forward. And I want to go forward. I don't want to stay stagnant and I don't want to keep quitting on the things that you're calling me to do because people make me second guess myself. And so Shantae, it really was a matter of changing where my faith was, um, changing where my faith was. And it's been such a blessing to do that. Not to say that I don't take other people's, um, Um, constructive criticism into account. I do because I appreciate wise counsel. Um, That is a part of my whole platform is giving and receiving wise counsel. But I do not let that um, determine 
the desires of my heart that are aligned with God's will for me. I, I can't do that anymore. And so that causes me to push forward, even when it doesn't make sense to people. I, as long as it makes sense to God, <laughs> I'm going to go forward. Yes. As long as it makes sense to God, I'm going to do what he said I'm going to do. And, and, and you said that in order to break past that fear, you had to change where your faith was. And that is such an important point. And I just want to stop there for a moment and just ask you to give uh, some advice on how a listener who's struggling with fear, who's using uh, uh, labels like procrastination to cover up the fact that they are simply just afraid, tell them how they can change or change where their faith is to where it needs to be. Oh, Shante, I am so excited that you asked me this because one thing about fear is that people um, who are striving to live for Christ make the assumption that fear and faith cannot coexist. Um, but the fact of the matter is that fear is what drives our faith in this in this earthly realm. And I believe that God appreciates the fact that we are scared to do things, that we are scared to try things because that allows us to pull on our faith more. If we are walking around here and we are fearless all the time, at what point do we need to rely on faith in God? That we don't need God if we're if we're not fearful about doing anything. That means we're leaning into our own understanding. And so I would encourage people to not allow the fear to discourage them, to recognize that fear is an emotion that God has given us the same way that God gives us happiness, anger, you know, all of these other natural emotions, and to not um, allow that to overpower them. That's where we go wrong is when we allow fear to overpower us. Sit with that fear recognize that it is fear, try to figure out why it is fear, and then give that to God and say, God, help me with this. I need help with this. And then do it scared. Don't think that you're going to get to a place where you're finally no longer scared. And then that's where you're going to do it. Guess what? You might be waiting forever. And then that's where the whole procrastination and stuff comes in. Procrastination is really just an excuse for you trying to be perfect. And God said that we are never going to be perfect because we are working out our sanctification on a daily basis. And we are not going to be made perfect until we are reunited with him. And so if you are procrastinating because you want it to be right, you want it to sound right, you want it to look right, guess what? It may come a time where it's never going to be that way and you're going to miss out on your purpose. And so I would just encourage people, do it scared. Do it scared. Yes, do it scared. I describe as being fearless, not as being without fear, but having fear and doing it anyway, having the ability yes. to do it anyway. Listen, the dreams, the vision, the, the, the where God has called you to be, should be scary. Amen. It should be because it's something bigger than you. And because yes. it's bigger than you, like Chris said, you have to pull on your faith, which is so very important. If it was something, e- if you got a vision that's easy to do, that's your vision. It's not God's vision. Ooh, listen. <laughs> God doesn't give us something that we can do easily. Once, listen, once you get to a point in the area of your life that you're called to, that you start doing things easily, you need to ask God what your next level is. Because you've come 
you've conquered and he's ready to take you out of your comfort zone. But when we think we've reached the pinnacle of success, we stop there and we get comfortable. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be comfortable. At any point, God will continue to pull us higher and higher and higher. But in order to do that, we have to get out of our comfort zone. We have to do it afraid. We have to break through the fear and pull on our faith. Use the the faith as a tightrope to pull you out of the, the fear that you're feeling so that you can get to the next level in God, in Christ, in whatever yeah. it is. So listen, if you are at a point where you're comfortable... <laughs> And you feel like, hey, you know what? I've been in a really good, comfortable place for quite some time. Check with God and see what's the next thing he has for you. What's your next assignment? Because it's time for you to grow. Amen. 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 (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what do you say? Because we've, we've, like you said earlier, we have the years almost done. And I feel like this has been the shortest year ever. (laughs) <laughs> for real yes it definitely feels like it has been a short year doesn't it it's like we went in and closed and we went into our rooms in march and when we came out all of a sudden it's october and we're gonna start yep. christmas ads on the tv and everybody has had a major like several seats for most of the year so what do you say to people who are ready to just throw 2020 away? They want to quit on the year. They want to refund. They want to just jump straight to 2021. What do you say to those people? Oh, I would say if you are already trying to throw away 2020 and we have yet to see the end, you are discounting the goodness of God. Mm. You are discounting the power of God, the sovereignty of God. We don't know what God will do in the last, the remaining of 2020. And if you're throwing it away, that means you are giving up hope. And so I would, I want to extend grace to you because I know that some of us are mentally struggling. Some of us are physically struggling, um, you know, financially struggling. And so I empathize with you and I, and I say that I pray that God will show himself strong in your life. But I also just want to remind you that if you are um, sharing those memes or you are speaking that um, out of your mouth, then you are basically speaking, um, um, you're speaking a lack of hope and you are also discounting the goodness of God. And let me just encourage you. God is still good. God is still good. Like I, that is literally where the design for my latest um, t-shirt and sweatshirt came from um, is reminding us that no matter what we are facing in this season, no matter the pandemic, um, the uh, racial injustices, whatever it is that we are struggling with personally or um, professionally, God is still good and that he has the power to make all things work together for our good. He really does. And we just have to believe that he has that power to work all things together for our good. Everything that doesn't make sense to you, we should not allow it to drive us away from our, from hope. We should actually allow it to, um, to encourage us to find hope and to, and to find that space where we believe that all things will work together for our good. Yes, all things work together for our, our good. Thank you so much for for that the, those motivational and inspirational faith based words. I appreciate it, Chris. I want you to tell us about she speaks apparel. 
Oh, that was a perfect segue. <laughs> yes, um, She Speaks Apparel is a faith-based brand that was birthed out of um, my introvertedness. Um, I often struggle with um, small talk. I am not a small talk person. Usually when I'm engaging in conversation, it has to be in depth with a purpose. Um, and so um, what I discovered is that my love of statement tees often generated conversations that led to in-depth, um, meaningful um, dialogue. And so um, God started giving me like these little, uh, you know, these little um, design visions for statement tees. And so back in, um, I believe it was 2016 or 17, um, I came out with my first one, um, which is uh, Faith is Spelled Risk was my first t-shirt. And that one just blew up. And everybody loved it. And I was like, okay, so this is a thing. And so over time, um, as I have struggled with um, being consistent with that brand, God has literally groomed me to become a better entrepreneur. And in the process of him grooming me to become a, a better entrepreneur, he's actually um, clarified the vision for She Speaks Apparel. And I often have to tell people She Speaks Apparel is not about Chris making statements. When Chris, when Chris speaks is about Chris's voice, right? Um, as I follow God, but she speaks apparel is about wisdom speaking. In the Bible, um, there are so many different helpful verses where wisdom is the guide. And so she speaks apparel is about wisdom being the guide, um, not just for us in Christ, but us in the culture. And so all of my designs are wisely done. They're biblically sound and they are just a way to generate conversation with other people. And so like when I wear my statement tees out, it's guaranteed that there's going to be at least one person who's going to say, mm, I like that. You know, what does that mean? Or um, so you must be a Christian or, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to generate some type of dialogue. And what I have found is that um, my apparel brand is usually an evangelistic tool. And so I'm, I'm so thankful that God gave me the vision for it. I'm so thankful for the way that he blesses it. And I'm excited about what's to come for it. Um, I, I've recently, recently released um, two new designs um, that are up now. And I actually will be releasing two more designs within the next two weeks. One is for um, breast cancer awareness coming up in October. And then the other one is just a design that God gave me actually earlier today as I was just counting on the goodness of God. And so, yeah, so that'll be coming soon. <laughs> I absolutely love it. And I am a fan of statement tees. Anybody who knows me knows I, ha I always have on a statement tee, like a statement. I love tea. it. <laughs> I Absolutely. So I was just clicking through like, oh, I like this. I like this. And I'm a person who I wear my statement tees and everybody's always like, where did you get that? Where did you get that? I'm so excited because it's a way for you to one, declare and decree some things over yourself yes. and declare and decree some things over the other people right? Absolutely. Over people, yep. As soon as they read it, whether they, they aren't, they know it or not, they're being blessed. Yes. Yes. And that's so important. So be sure to visit when .com and look at her shop and order you listen, sweatshirt season is coming up. It is my favorite season. <laughs> listen, mine too. <laughs> sweatshirt. And, 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 and definitely support Chris. Now, Chris, tell us how we can work with you. Tell my audience how they can get in contact with you, how they can work with you. 
Um, yes, absolutely. And, and, and Thank everything. you so much, Shante. Thank you so much, um, first of all, for, um, again, giving me the space um, to be able to dialogue with you about all things Christ-centered, because, you know, I love my faith. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It is what keeps me grounded. And you can reach me on all social media at When Chris Speaks. Um, that includes Twitter. I'm always sharing my thoughts on Twitter as well, on Instagram, When Chris Speaks, and on Facebook at When Chris Speaks. Or if you want to connect with me on my personal page, it's Crystal Alexander McDonald. Um, I would love to have you there. And as far as working with me, I am a transformational coach. I do have a full calendar of clients right now. So I am not taking on any more, but I'm actually actually transitioning to group coaching, um, which will be kicking off actually 2021. I'll be kicking off a group coaching program. And I'm very, very excited about that. Um, I'm excited about getting a group of women together for them to network, for them to support each other, and for them to get all of the tools that they need to go forth and create a better blueprint for their own life. Um, so that is coming up. And then I also do some Canva coaching. There are some people who always ask, who did your website? Who do you, who does your graphics for your business? And I always respond, I do. And then they're like, really? How do you have the time? Like, how do you do that? Are you a graphic designer? And then I have to tell people, no, no, and no. <laughs> but I, I definitely believe in being doing things decently and in order and having a clear, you know, good looking brand. And so I feel like if you're going to be passionate about what God has called you to do, then it needs to look good as well. And it needs to look like you care about it. And so I do short uh, Canva coaching session for people to help them with their, uh, brand building to help them create some um, great visions, um, visuals for their um, business. And so you can find that also um, on whenchrisspeaks.com. Perfect. Thank you so very much, Chris, for being on the podcast. I have truly enjoyed this interview and this episode. You guys definitely get in contact with Chris. I will put all her details in the show notes talk to her on Instagram, connect with her, buy from her shop, but definitely soak up all the wisdom that she has and what she has to pour out that God has given her. Chris, thank you again for joining us on the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. All right, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Be sure to like and subscribe. And also be sure to leave a comment, leave a review, let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you liked from this episode, what you like from the show. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Pray Plan Slate Podcast, or you can follow me, your host, Shantae Sapphire, at Shantae Sapphire on Instagram. And the podcast is also on Facebook at PrayPlanSlay.com. We're on Twitter at Shantae Sapphire. All that information will be below in the show notes. Thanks again for joining us.